I went from being in abusive relationships, taken advantage of, always trying to make other people happy before I would allow myself to be happy. I was working way too many hours, just barely making ends meet. I was constantly in the overdraft and I just wanted to be loved. And now I've created the life that I absolutely love. As soon as I started implementing the techniques that I'm going to teach you, I found unconditional love, I found abundance, and I found freedom. I have so much freedom in my life. I'm Stephanie Zumwalt, and this is The Higher Self Connection. Hello, all you beautiful, empowered souls. How is everyone doing today? Listen, um, we are going to get right into it. Um, Today we're going to be talking about shifting your victim consciousness to the I am presence. And this is... um, not something that was on my mind to talk about. Um, actually, last night was kind of just observing everything that was happening in my own life um, and noticing how many different times victim consciousness was showing up. Not necessarily like I was being victimized, but just noticing things that I was giving my attention to. And I meditated on that this morning, and my higher self brought me to. Um, an awareness, I guess, a realization that I really hadn't contemplated before. Um, I started exploring what victim, victim consciousness is and how it's affecting my perception of my life and others' lives as well. Uh, when you think about victim consciousness, you think like, oh, poor me, the world's against me, things always go wrong for me. And I worked on that shadow a long time ago um, and took radical responsibility for everything that I was feeling and what was showing up in my life. And and I really felt like I had um, kind of healed that aspect of myself that blamed everybody else for why I wasn't happy. That was kind of the first step in my process was... Con- understanding that everything that I feel and experience is coming from within. It's not external. And, it, and you know, society tells us that. Um, that's kind of how we're programmed as we grow up, that if we do this, we'll get our needs met. That's what our ego wants to tell us. And that if we're feeling bad, it's because of this person or because I don't have this thing. And And I've kind of already really covered that in my own life. Like I don't um, struggle with that as much anymore. I understand that the way that I feel is my responsibility and no one else's. But the, the thing is, is that victim consciousness actually shows up in a couple of different ways that I wasn't aware of. And it's happening a lot in the collective right now. Um, I, I do see how this is showing up in my life and what I'm giving my attention to. So I think maybe it might be helpful for you guys as well to just bring your awareness to this and, and kind of, um, peel back the layers for yourself. Because every time we peel back the layers, we can also determine then if we're attached to the ego or aligned to the ego, or if we're aligned to the higher self. And so if, um, if we're not aware of these, the way these, this victim consciousness plays out, then we're still on autopilot. We're still running subconscious thought patterns. We're still um, aligned to the ego. So what I 
uncovered today in my meditation is that there are two other roles in victim consciousness other than being a victim to your circumstance that can affect your vibration and how your life is going and how things are showing up in your life and how you're presenting yourself to others in your life. And, and those two roles would be either a rescuer or a persecutor. Now let's think about this for a second, guys. Let's think about everything that's going on in the world right now. And I'm not sure when you're listening to this podcast, but, um, there's a lot going on in the collective community at the time being. So um, let's think about everything that's happening right now in this world. Now, when you think about the things that are going on, I want you to think about how have you been a persecutor? How have you been showing up as somebody that is judging others for behavior that is out of alignment with the divine? Let's say that. I guess that's probably a better way to, that's probably a good way to say it. How do you persecute others in your judgment, in your view of them? Um, Now, people, it could be that you feel justified in your persecution of others, right? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now, and it feels like people are imposing limits, taking away freedoms causing others to conform by coercion and fear. And when you observe the people that are doing that, what kind of feelings does it bring about to you? What kind of feelings come up for you when you observe the other people, the people that are um, you perceive are putting these limitations on other people? And how does that serve you? How is that serving you in your own experience? How does it serve you when you view the behavior of others from that place of judgment or criticism or labeling? How does that serve you? Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world and we do need to be aware of it. But this is the thing. You have to be from a detached state. You can't be emotionally invested in what's happening. And that is so challenging. It is so challenging because it feels like a lot of stuff is going wrong right now. But if you can detach from that emotion of things that are going wrong and be in your I am presence, you have the ability to be a more deliberate creator in your own life. And isn't that really what we're supposed to be doing here in the first place? We are supposed to be deliberately creating. We're co-creating with the universe. We, we have this connection to our higher self that is not only impacting our life, but it impacts the lives of people that are around us when we are connected to it. You know, when people are around you and they, they feel that um, enlightened consciousness, they can feel it. They can feel that you have the highest intentions, the best intentions, the most divine intentions. And when you are around somebody that is in alignment with their higher self, with the God, with source energy, it calls you forward, your authentic self. It calls your authentic self forward in the situation. So then let's also talk about the other aspect of the victim consciousness, and that is the rescuer. Do you feel the need to rescue people in their, from their experience? Do you feel the need to 
you know, when I think about being a rescuer, I'm not thinking about like saving people's lives. Obviously, if you have an opportunity to save someone's life, you should do it. Um, I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of like being an empath. Like I feel like empaths, you know, obviously we feel things on a deeper level. We have this empathy for people that is a deeper knowing. Uh, it feels like it can be overwhelming at times. We, we take on the energy of other people when we are um, not at an empowered empath. So when I think about um, being a rescuer, I think about people pleasers. People pleasers, you know, they, I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> I used to do everything that I could to make other people's lives better and not think about myself so much. I used to put myself on the back burner and I used to kind of bend over backwards for everybody else and make sure their life was happy and their experience was happy. And in the end, I ended up being a doormat and taken advantage of, walked all over. I felt depleted of my energy. I felt that I didn't have any time for myself. I felt that I, um, I felt that I didn't get to be happy because I had to take care of everybody else's needs. Um, so when I think about being a rescuer in this sense of victim consciousness, I think that's I that's what I relate it to the most. Um, feeling like you have to save somebody from making a horrible decision, <laughs> a decision that you don't agree with. And when you say it like that, it's a very ego-aligned way of thinking, isn't it? Because the reason why you feel like you need to save people from an experience is because you know more than them or you're better than them in some way. You're having that superior complex. It's a very ego-aligned way of thinking. When in fact, if you ask yourself, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep having this reaction to people? Why do I feel like I need to save them from their experience? It will draw you in it will bring you inward. It will cause you to go inward so that you can then ask yourself the deeper questions and heal those parts of you. There's either a thought or a belief or there's um, a core wound in there that causes you to do what you're doing. When I was a people pleaser, if I were to stop and ask myself, why am I doing this? It would drive me to a deeper understanding that I had a core wound that felt that I was not worthy or that my happiness had to come second. Other people's happiness was more important than my happiness. So it was basically that feeling of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy of happiness. Some people, if you ask that question, it might be, you know, I don't want a confrontation. Well, why don't you want a confrontation? What is it about confrontation that scares you? What is it that triggers inside of you? When you think of having confrontation, do you need people to agree with you or like you to feel safe? What is that answer for you? What is that question? You know, find the question and go inward for the answer. Because if you get stuck in this persecutor mode, or if you get stuck in this um, rescuer role, then all you're doing is um, staying aligned to your ego. You're not... Uh, you're pinching off your alignment to your higher self and you're also offering a vibration then because of the emotions that you are activating within yourself that is not deliberate. It's more of a haphazard autopilot ego aligned vibration. 
And we came here to be deliberate creators, right? We want to be deliberate creators. We want to create the life that we desire. It's not your job to save people and it's not your job to condemn people. Yes, you need to be aware of what's going on, but you have to find that emotional detachment because if you are emotionally invested in something, you are giving energy to it and that energy is going to be perpetuated and could cause other experiences in your life that are unwanted. So how do you do that? (laughs) How do you detach emotionally when you're finding yourself persecuting others or rescuing others or being a victim to your circumstance? How do you emotionally detach and step into that I am presence? The way, the best way, the only way I think I know how to do it right now, the best clarity that I have around that is by being fully present in the moment. When you are fully present and mindful about the moment, within the moment, you're detaching from that ego. You're suspending your thoughts and you're allowing that higher wisdom to come in. You're allowing that, that connection to your higher self to open up. And you're allowing for information to come in from a higher perspective. So the way that I do that is is by coming back to my breath. So even if I'm in a situation where I'm observing, I've kind of been catching myself doing this lately, and I'm not really sure why, (laughs) Um, but I'm kind of distracting myself by watching the news, which is interesting to me because it I don't like to do that. I don't like to consume that. So I'm not sure why I've been going to that. It's kind of been feeling like it's entertaining almost. And um, it's not helping my life out. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Um, I'm also giving myself, I'm also giving my attention to to shows that that are showing people that... mm, need understanding or I perceive they need understanding and so therefore it's activating this rescuer mode in me and um so that this is all very interesting and I'm I'm really just working this out on this podcast <laughs> just so you know <laughs> but uh when you're in a mode where you're you're observing something where you're persecuting someone like let's say you catch yourself and you're you're villainizing somebody um, you take a step back for a second. As soon as you intercept the thought, I'm persecuting this person, take a step back, take a deep breath and say, am I, am I breathing again? Bring it back to your breath. Am I breathing? As soon as you ask that question, you are detaching from the moment. You're detaching your emotions. You're detaching your thoughts. You're bringing your, your focus back to your center, which is your breath, the life force, right? Ask yourself, am I breathing? Take a conscious breath in that moment. And this person could be in front of you and you could be having an interaction, a face-to-face interaction with them. It doesn't matter. Just stop and internally ask yourself, am I breathing? Take a breath. Feel the energy. Feel the energy running through you. Feel how your body feels. Notice the feelings in your body. Notice where you're having, you know, negative emotion. Notice where you're having an uncomfortable feeling. But then I really want you to focus on just the feeling in your fingertips and your toes. Feeling that energy, that life force run through you. Connecting back to that space 
detaches from the vibrations or the feelings or the emotions or the thoughts or the beliefs or whatever it is. It detaches you from that. And it allows you to come to this place of neutrality where you are fully connected to this present moment. You are in the present. And you're observing things and not attaching to them and not assigning blame and not assigning, you know, whatever. You're, you're fully present. And in that moment of your I am presence, you are connected to your higher self. You are connected to God, source, energy, however, the creator, however you want to call it. You are connected. You're fully connected. And that opens the channel for information to come in. So whatever is said to you that demands a response, if it does need a response, if you need to offer a response, the response is going to have a higher perspective. It's going to have a different, it's going to have clarity to it. It's going to have compassion to it. It's going to, um, it's going to be of a, a higher type intelligence. I hope this is making sense to you. Do you ever have that experience where you're having a conversation with somebody and you just happen to say the right thing at the right time? And you're not even sure where that came from because you weren't consciously thinking, what should I say next? It just comes out. Like that is the connection. That is the alignment. That is what you want to have in every interaction that you're having with people. Because when you're in that state of being, that I am presence, it lifts others up to find their own. You don't have to tell them, hey, I'm using my I am presence. You don't have to say anything like that. You just have to be in that state of being. Just be in that state of being. It calls others upward. It helps them to find that place. You know, you don't ever want to try to convince somebody to be something that they're not ready to be, right? You don't want to you don't want to be telling people that they need to change or they need to do things different. You lead by example. And from being in that I am presence, you're affecting not only their, you know, your energy, your vibration, you're maintaining your vibration, you're staying in that alignment so that you can have this this higher vibration of love, appreciation, you know, um, joy, well-being, you're staying in your vibration, but you're also affecting the environment because egos have a really hard time (laughs) being in the presence of the I am presence. Egos have a really hard time. Kind of as a fun trick, it's funny that we're coming back to this because I've had experiences before where I've been in front of somebody that is very attached to their ego and um, acting in kind of an arrogant way. And when I step into this place of internal neutrality and feeling my own energy, um, it seems to make them change their behavior. I've I had a, a situation where I was talking to a doctor one time who was very excited to tell me about his accomplishments and his achievements and the, the vast amount of knowledge that he had accumulated. And um, I wasn't, it seemed like we weren't really talking about the topic at hand as much as we were just talking about him. And I wanted to get back into the topic and I found myself feeling agitated. And so I found my center in that way and just focused on my breath focused on my fingertips, um, focused on the internal energy that I was running and my connection to my higher self. And as soon as I did, the guy started making jokes. He started cracking jokes and then we got back on topic and we finished our meeting and then that was the end of it. And I thought that's very interesting. Um, I, I don't think that the 
ego really likes this I am presence, the light. I don't think the light (laughs) feels good to the ego sometimes. I know that that's true, but I could see the effect on other people um, when I would act this way. So that's how you detach is by coming back into your center and into your power and into your connection and your alignment with your higher self. It's not from judging people or saving people from their own experiences. It's from finding your alignment that will have the most effect on how others are behaving and how that affects you. And when you're trying to save people from their experiences or the, you know, from feeling what they're feeling or, you know, that type of thing, then you're really doing them a disservice in the first place because it's so much more empowering to find your connection, to find your alignment to your higher self, and to understand why it is you're feeling the way that you're feeling than it is to be saved from something. My higher self has not saved me from anything. My higher self has brought my awareness to why I feel the things that I feel and why I do the things that I do. And now that I've understood that and cleared up that part of me or those, those, you know, shadows, it's so much more empowering. And it's really not our job to persecute others either, right? And everybody is entitled to walk through this life the way that they do. Um, It's not our purpose to judge others. It's not our purpose to persecute. It's our purpose to find our alignment and create the life that our soul came here to create. So if you're giving your attention to judging others or being critical or viewing somebody as needing to be saved... As soon as you recognize the awareness, just come right back into your I am presence. You can ask yourself, why am I doing this? What's going on? Why do I feel the need to do this? What happens if I don't do this? Ask yourself some of those deeper questions, but also find your I am presence of that, that neutrality, that, that, that power within you and your solar plexus. There's that power, that I am power. You're meant to live in a state of well-being, friends. And if you're not living in a state of well-being right now, you're giving your attention to the wrong things. So just be mindful of that. And we remember and we forget. And we remember and we forget. I am a perfect example of that. So I hope that helped. I hope that was valuable for some of you out there. And remember, life is limitless with the higher self-connection. And remember, you get to be happy. You get to create the life that you love. If you'd like to work with me, check out my website at stephaniezumwalt.com. And you can also connect with me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Have an amazing day.